glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to a new day. Welcome to a new month, Big J. July. Welcome to July. This time it's personal. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. How would you grade the first half of 2021, Big J? Uh, I mean... As it's now in the books. Better than the previous. Okay. All right. Which isn't saying much. Okay. So... Getting there, though. Give me a letter grade. C minus? Yes, I'll go with C. Okay. C. Solid C. I mean, he did some really good things in the first half of 2021. Yeah, but I mean just in, you know, the general state of things. Okay. So say you discovered acupuncture. You're feeling more relaxed. You got some positive vibes heading uh-huh. into the yeah, second half. Yeah, that's why it's not a D. All right. So the first half is really bad for you, huh? Yeah. That sucks. Well, either way, uh, we have a new beginning to look forward to today. Uh, hopefully, it's a good one for you. Uh, it's a new beginning for this morning show, as well as we will uh, have a little bit of a nerd alert for you. Coming up, before we hit 7 o'clock today, we are going to go to hell. Chance for you to win some Meridian Speedway tickets from us a couple times over here on the old morning show, and lots of other fun to be had. That's on the agenda for today. And we're going to see if we can't squeeze in a little information, a little entertainment, infotainment as we like to call it around here. Right. And some red hot content. Listen, people got enough heat issues out there. We don't need to add. You want to keep our content words. cool? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Cool. Chill. Ice cold content? Right here in the ice cold Coors Light studio. Okay. So in this particular case, ice cold is better than red hot. Exactly. Whereas usually. It's so cold, it'll break things. It would be the opposite. Oh, now we're taking things really negative. Yeah. I don't know the I like opposite. That. What do you want to break? Anything in particular? People spirits? <laughs> I was just going to say people spirits. We're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see if we can't get that done in the next four hours as well. So we have our mission laid out before us. We're going to see if we can't complete it. We'll start with some music. Metallica kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sad but true here on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Boise Parks and Recreation is obviously aware that everybody probably wants to stay a little bit cooler than you are on the regular right now. But they are going out of their way to recommend that you probably don't do that at Esther Simplot Park Pond and uh, Quinn's Pond because, well, there's E. coli all over the place there. There are signs now posted at both beaches warning users to swim at their own risk. Because you could get pretty sick doing that. The E. coli levels are higher than state levels for recreational swim beaches, and the city is recommending people swim in other areas until the levels come down. In case you're curious how E. coli gets there, Big J, do you remember? Yeah, people probably poop in it. Yeah, it's poops. I want to tell you something, something hilarious here, Nick. Not that this is hilarious, but this situation is. Uh, My daughter, who got sick uh, two years ago, Uh going into another notorious place swimming hole here uh, in Say the it. Treasure Valley. Where was it? Lake Lowell. There you go. Uh, and, I, and I didn't realize she was going there and would have warned her uh, previously to not uh, ingest any of the water at her own risk. <laughs> uh, decided her and the boyfriend were going to go and uh, they were going to go frolic in the waters of Quinn's. Oh. <laughs> and she saw a sign and ran. Yeah. Smart. And ran. Smart. That's what everybody should do when you see an E. coli sign. 
Uh, now, to be fair, it's not just people poops, although that's certainly part of it, but there's a bunch of geese around there and then dogs as well swimming in it. So it's just a, it's a fecal, like, uh, goulash that's going on in there that is causing the E. coli levels to be a little bit higher than normal. And it's 100 degrees out. Yeah, so it's that's hot poop. gross. Uh, what is the city of Boise in the last couple of months has invested in a variety of upgrades aiming at improving water quality at both these places. Uh, they installed a bunch of underwater aerators in both Quinn's Pond and Esther Simplot Pond to help with water circulation, but it's it's not working the way they want it to work. And so uh, the E. coli levels are a little bit too high. There. So keep that in mind and probably stay out of the water. Your dogs as well, they can get sick. So keep that in mind too. Just find another place to go where it's not so poopy, I guess, until the signs come down. Tampa Bay Lightning are running with this thing. They beat the Canadians last night 3-1. to one. They're now up 2-0 in the Stanley Cup Final. Congratulations to them. Game 3 is Friday in Montreal. Phoenix Suns are headed to the NBA Finals, Big J. They beat the Clippers pretty handily last night, 130-103. to To win the Western Conference Finals, four games to two. Chris Paul uh, really stuck it to his old team. 41 points. Devin Booker added 22. First finals for the Suns in 28 years. They will play the winner of the Hawks and the Bucks. That series is tied two games apiece. And game five for that is tonight with uh, Giannis doubtful and Trey Young questionable. So that should be a fun matchup for people to watch. Uh, we'll see who ends up getting the advantage tonight. Mississippi State beat Vanderbilt 9 to nothing yesterday. They win the College World Series two games to one. It is uh, MSU's first national championship. Congratulations to them as they are kind of really getting things going. And for Nick Cage fans across the world, good news. A long-rumored movie that he was uh, possibly attached to. The ink has been dried on the contract, and Nicolas Cage will play his most challenging role ever, Big J. The role of Nicolas Cage. In the upcoming action comedy satire, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. In the film, the actor is recruited by the CIA and forced to live up to his alleged channeling the most iconic characters that he's ever played in order to save himself and the world. Lionsgate is putting the movie out. They finally announced it yesterday. The film will hit theaters on April 22nd, 2022. So we got a Nick Cage movie in theaters for the first time in a while. It sounds like a familiar plot line, though. Yeah, it's a little JCVD-ish, but... uh, Hopefully, they pull it off. Yes, yes. A little bit better than the hopes and dreams that we had from the first episode of that series. I still say that that pilot episode is fantastic. Plus, don't forget, there's also the movie that's really, really good, too. That also is kind of like a play on himself, which is where they got the idea for the series originally. So, you've got a couple of good, real, I guess, ground floor examples of this. We should have an over-under of, of like, Nicolas Cage freak-out scenes... Uh, hopefully half the movie is yeah that's because that's his most iconic roles if we're honest at least let's hope that he utters some dialogue (laughs) yeah although even when he doesn't it makes it fun morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. It was really just a matter of time before this happened, and I'm predicting a trend with more gaming platforms integrating a G.I. Joe crossover, Nick. But someone has to be the first, and in this case, it's World of Tanks. World of Tanks is a free multiplayer online game available on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And a new season is happening, and it's all about G.I. Joe. Now you can roll across the battlefield in the Cobra Hiss tank, and of course, the Joe's Mobat tank. 
You can earn free upgrades by just playing now through August 24th or pick up a season pass to give you a head start. Remember, knowing is half the battle. Go, Joe! I don't remember what the tanks look like in those shows. Oh, you, you don't remember? Yeah, of course. I remember a lot of things. I don't remember the tanks, though. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Cobra Hiss uh, looked like a... Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's hard to, to describe. I mean, once you see it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that in the cartoons. Mm. The Mobat tank is, is more just like... It looks like a regular tank for the most part, but uh, they do have some really cool skins and, and uh, just different really things. I mean, they're doing this really well, and uh, it looks like a lot of fun, and, and it kind of makes me want to jump back into World of Tanks. I play it on occasion, but... Why did you stop? Um, you know, it wasn't... It's... It's a little arcadey instead of more simulator-ish to me, so uh, that's why I didn't completely get into it. But uh, there is some fun. Same with World of Warships. Uh, there's some cool stuff that, that happens there, uh, but I, I never really fully uh, invest myself in there. But there's some really cool things that they're doing with these crossovers, and I could see a great GI Joe crossover with Call of Duty, with the, without a doubt. It would be pretty fun. Well, I'm guessing it's probably because of the movie. So there's yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Cobra. And so uh, I imagine that uh, when a big release comes. out, out, they'll tie it into some video games. I mean, in, in Call of Duty, I can just hear after a match victory that that in, in your setup in a Cobra skin. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Amazon is targeting newbie record collectors with its latest subscription service. If you sign up uh, to the Vinyl of the Month Club, you'll receive a new record for your collection every 30 days or so, Nick. Now, you won't know what the records are you'll receive as a part of the $25 plan until they sh uh, show up at your door, but they'll be classics from the golden era of vinyl, unquote which happens, I guess, to be from the 60s and 70s, chosen by curators at Amazon Music. So you'll receive vinyls from the likes of uh, Pink Floyd, Aretha Franklin, ABBA. So if you've been collecting records for a while uh, or your tastes fall outside of the mainstream, this might not be for you. But uh, still, uh, Rolling Stone points out that the description can be a decent value for money. Amazon quietly rolled out the vinyl of the Month Club plan over uh, the last couple months. And in that time, subscribers have received the likes of Pink Floyd's The Wall, The Clashes, London Calling. Uh, those cost about $47 a pop uh, on Amazon, respectively, so you could save a bit of money, but given the mystery bag format, there's no telling in advance whether you're going to get an album you actually want, and so you can return the vinyl as long as it's sealed and unused, so if you're unfamiliar with the artist or the music, you can go listen. What are you laughing for? How history repeats itself. Guys, this is Columbia House. Oh yeah, that that, that, that joke is coming. It is Columbia House. You're absolutely 100% right. And we didn't, did we not learn our lesson from that yeah 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 no uh but uh you know i think it's a little getting out of this a little bit easier than getting out of columbia <laughs> yes. house but also i mean just the fact that you will end up returning almost everyone just because you've heard once a pink floyd album could be coming your way the other 11 months are going to be completely catastrophic and you're going to have no interest in any i mean or it could be fun and people want to collect stuff i yeah. mean the stuff keeps sure. going up in value so same could be said about columbia house who too. knows uh yeah those tapes are coming in real handy right about now so uh, there you go if you're interested. Uh, you, by the way, you can skip a month or cancel at any time. Uh, shipping is included with the $25 a month fee. You don't even have to be a Prime member to sign up. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, following last year's expansion beyond the U.S., Twitch users can now access the platform's Watch Parties feature on Android and iOS devices. So now you can use it on your phone and an Apple uh, device. Watch Parties allow Twitch users to stream content from Amazon Prime Video, much like they would a video game. Viewers can follow along with the TV or show or movie as it unfolds and take part in chat. 
previously watch parties were only available through Twitch's web client uh, on the on you know on a desktop. As you might imagine, there are some limits in place to prevent people from watching Prime video content for free. To start out with, and here's the tricky part: both per people streaming the video and watching it need to have an active Prime Video subscription to take part. So that kind of ruins the fun of the whole thing. But uh, regional restrictions will also apply, so someone can't stream a TV show or movie that's not available in uh, their local Prime Video library. But even when you take those restrictions into consideration, there aren't a lot of features out there that match what Twitch has uh, with the watch party. So after all, it's something the company can only offer because it's owned by Amazon. Uh, that's kind of the caveat here. But, you know, it's still, uh, to me, kind of an interesting aspect that I think would be fun one of these days to, to do, you know, with streaming dumbass or even uh, morning after the movies to be able to do that would be kind of cool. Well, Amazon have had these watch parties for a while, right? The Prime option has been on there for a while. If you both have Prime, you can do a watch party anytime you want, with or without Twitch. But I have never well, been a the, part of one, nor have I heard anybody that's done one. Yeah, the so part about Twitch is that you can interact with each other of course. during it. Well, Little. you can do that with the Amazon watch party as well. I, I mean, it's just a, this is just, I think, a way for Amazon to reach what they think, I think, is way more people on Twitch yeah. accessing it than they would be yeah, on absolutely. Amazon's watch party platform. But I haven't known anybody to do it, nor have I done it myself. Have you at all? Uh, no, no, but maybe I should try. All right, give it a shot. See how it works. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, the Treasure Valley is growing exponentially. There's no doubt about it. And one thing that has certainly gotten worse over the last couple years is the traffic situation here in the Treasure Valley. But when you look at it on a grander scale, even as more congested as it has become over the last couple years, we still are fairly lucky when it comes to traffic unless there's a serious accident here in the Treasure Valley. Agree or disagree? Yeah, or there's some sort of incident roadside. Right. I mean, you know... There's somebody I, uh, just flashing their flashers on the side of the road. It, it sucks. Eagle Road sucks during rush hour. There's no doubt about it. Fairview could be a pain in the ass. The Meridian exit can suck sometimes if you're getting on and off the 84 that way. No doubt about it. But... It's still not as bad as a lot of places. And we have ourselves a new winner, at least according to the Transportation Institute, that has figured out the nation's worst place for traffic. For the last seven years, Big J, it shouldn't surprise anybody that it has been Los Angeles. The Los Angeles area has been deemed the worst traffic situation in the country for the last seven years. But we have a new champion, dude. Los Angeles's crown has been taken away, stripped. Los Angeles didn't even finish in second place. Instead, now it's tied for fourth. The new number one place for worst traffic in the country? The New York City, Newark, New Jersey region. Yikes. Uh, according to this particular poll, you spend about 56 hours a month on average in traffic if you drive and commute every single day if you live in the New York City, Newark area, which is a ridiculous amount. Big J, that's more than two days of your month is spent in traffic. Do you understand? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, second place was Boston. Houston came in third, and then Los Angeles, like I said, tied for fourth with the San Francisco-Oakland area. In case you're wondering, by time, again, New York City, Newark, 56 hours, Boston, 50 hours, Houston, 49 hours, and then the two California regions, both 46 hours. So it all sucks if you live in that particular area, no doubt about it. But that's why I say... As congested as it can be here, and there's more people, it still doesn't suck that bad. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't take you, you know, 
an hour and a half to get you three miles like it does in some of these areas. And so you should thank yourselves for that. We're still spread out enough where it doesn't affect us. Now, could we use wider roads in some particular cases? Are things more congested than they could be? Sure. But then you know what we do when that happens, Big J? We bitch about road construction, you see? Because once again, we're only happy when we're complaining. That's the only way to please us. Please (laughs) give us something to get upset about. Tampa Bay beat Montreal 3-1 last night. They're up two games to none in that best-of-seven Stanley Cup final. The Suns are moving on to the NBA Finals after beating the Clippers in Game 6, 130-103 last night. Chris Paul, your hero, uh, sticking the dagger in his former team, the Clippers, as he scored 41 points, 31 of which in the second half as the Suns pulled away for good. They now await the winner of the Hawks-Bucks series. That's tied at two games apiece, so we're not looking until like middle to late part of next week before the NBA Finals get underway regardless. And Big J, we have new Marvel news for you. I hope you're happy. A new Marvel-themed short from The Simpsons will premiere on Disney Plus on Wednesday of next week. According to Deadline, the short is titled The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. Tom Hiddleston will reprise his role as Loki alongside a slew of Springfield's favorites that's going to be on this exclusive Disney Plus short. So if you are a Marvel completist and a Simpson fan, this is your two worlds coming together. Apparently, they've both been working on this for a while. I do not know if it's canon. I'm guessing probably not. They're probably just having a little bit of fun with uh, with Loki or how it will tie in at all to uh, what the TV series is uh, describing. Not sure. Maybe it's just a completely different thing altogether. But either way, uh, you can check out some new Marvel streaming content with Tom Hiddleston next Wednesday with a Simpsons short if you want to check that out. Yeah. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Lincoln, Nebraska is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J. Lincoln, Nebraska. And we have talked about this several times in the show, how sometimes having neighbor issues can make your life difficult. You know what I mean? And if you've got a bad neighbor or a neighbor that you don't get along with, sometimes that just makes, you know, going home being a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, And it can probably be even worse if that neighbor is a bad neighbor in an apartment building. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I know you've had experience with bad neighbors in your neighborhood. Anything like in an apartment where you just didn't get along with somebody that lived next to you or something like that? No, I don't remember any issues there. Yeah, I've been very lucky lucky. in that situation as well. Wherever, when I was in an apartment, I didn't have any real issues. A couple of, you know, conversations, but nobody was like, man, I hate that person or whatever the case may be. But these things can happen just like they can happen in houses. And so if you've got a issue with a neighbor, it can make things difficult. But one thing you should not do, Big J, is take things into your own hands and do something really dumb. I am the law! I don't know. Maybe uh, putting together an explosive and then throwing it in the hallway of your apartment building, which is exactly what Seems extreme. a gentleman did in the 200 block of Adams Street around 2.30 in the morning on Monday. Police reported uh, to re- reports of a possible gunshot heard inside this particular apartment building. When they arrived, they found a bunch of broke out windows in a common area, some smoke in the air, and they're like, hey, this is no gunshot. That's no moon. Inside, officers found a hole in the floor of a hallway that measured about 18 inches deep and six inches wide. So they called in the fire inspectors like, hey, what's going on here? They determined that a homemade explosive, which was the equivalent to about half a stick of dynamite, caused the damage. Residents were contacted as officers did some, you know, investigating. 
and they found out via some footage that was being filmed in the common area that somebody opened up their door 2.30 in the morning, threw out the explosive into the hallway after a disturbance between two neighbors, and one guy thought, all right, I'm going to end this disturbance. And I don't know what his plan was, because he didn't really do any damage to the door of the neighbor that he was arguing with, just to, like, the middle of the floor. So maybe things didn't go as well as he would have planned. But either way, the disturbance between the residents preceded the explosion, and they have arrested the gentleman that they say uh, they found a bunch of explosive possibility devices in his apartment, all sorts of stuff. So he decided he was going to end this feud with his neighbor one way or the other. Thankfully, nobody got hurt. Yeah. But this is a terrible idea and not a mature or responsible way to handle any kind of situation at all. Uh, Certainly, when you get into an argument with your neighbor, your solution shouldn't be, all right, I'm going to blow this dude up now. You think my music's too loud? Wait till you hear this explosion. Yeah, pal. Boom. Maybe you should shut your mouth. So, uh, while arguments can happen and situations between neighbors can happen, uh, that is one extreme that you probably shouldn't think about taking. Yeah, yeah. reality versus Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> Correct. How you Good. handle? If you were going to handle something in Grand Theft Auto Five, don't do that in real life. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Save the homemade explosions and dynamite for your gender reveal party. How many times do no, we have to tell you? No, don't do that either. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. Rage Against the Machine Gorilla Radio here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's a holiday weekend, my friend. It's 4th of July weekend. Uh, we are going to do a Made in America weekend beginning tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. All bands that were born and bred here in the United States of America for four solid days. That's how we are helping you celebrate the holiday, the country that we live in. But there are plenty of other ways for you to do that. And I guess everybody has their own traditions. Maybe for you, 4th of July means grilling out. Or maybe it means going camping. Or maybe it means just getting the family together or whatever. Uh, Maybe it means consuming masses amounts of alcohol. That could be as well. Or all of it together. You never know. Every family has their own tradition. Every person has their own way to celebrate. But there's also ways that brands can capitalize on holidays, Big J. And that's when they do something that they know is going to pick up steam for a particular holiday and have a little bit of fun with it. And uh, I can already tell you something that's, uh, if it hasn't already, it's going to go viral, is what PBR is doing in honor of 4th of July. Have you seen this? Yes. See? It's already uh, gaining some attention. Uh, They are putting together a ridiculously huge package of Paps Blue Ribbon for 4th of July. It's 1,776 cans. You know, 1776, the year America became a country. Hooray! We celebrated our independence in that particular year. And so there is the numerical tie-in. Now, if you're saying to yourself, uh, 1,776 cans of PBR is a lot of alcohol, you're absolutely right. If your second instinct is, how do I get my hands on one of these awesome PBR 1776 cases? The answer is, you are not cool enough to get one. Uh, Basically, well, I mean, it's a select few people that they have decided are good enough to get handpicked kind of deliveries of this gigantic package of PBR. Uh, Basically, they delivered a bunch to Igloo Coolers. Uh, Some comedian named Ali McAsvee got one. Uh, Hot Mulligan, which is a pop-punk band, apparently got one. And The Nine Club, which is a skateboarding podcast, 
has all been delivered their gigantic Pabst Blue Ribbon 4th of July 1776 cases. Damn, congratulations. Uh, they are going to get theirs in exchange for exclusive online content of what they're doing with this gigantic package of beer. So that's the way it all works. They're looking for, you know, influencers, Big J, to help them spread the word of PBR. So unfortunately, it's not available for John and Jane Q Public to enjoy. But if you are one of those people that says, hey, listen, I need an exorbitant amount of Plaps Blue Ribbon beer. Uh, don't worry about it. They still sell the 99 packs for pretty much anybody. So if you want 100 beers, they'll happily give that to you. But if you want 1,776 of them, uh, you're either going to have to buy uh, the equivalent of 1899 packs or you're going to have to be super cool and cooler than you Listen, actually are. When, when I drank beer, I would hammer PBR. Yeah? Congratulations. Yeah. Um, great. How did that work out for you? I had always had a headache. There you go. I thought it was because of PBR. Well, it probably was. No, well. no, it wasn't at all. I mean, if you were hammering them, then yeah. Then you could certainly get hangovers from hammering beer. There's no doubt about that. But uh, you will never get the 70, 1776 releases of it. So as cool as it may seem to you, unfortunately, it is just out of your reach. Nick and Big J. We told you yesterday during Important Stuff that one of the things people are going to be doing during this 4th of July weekend is driving someplace. About 47.7 million Americans are going to go someplace by car this particular weekend to enjoy their 4th of July weekend. So now you've got AAA stepping up and going, okay, let's say you're one of those people that are going to be taking the show on the road. When's the best way to stay off the roads and try to avoid the most congestion? And as things are sometimes double, maybe triple what the normal commutes would be, they are recommending that you probably say today the worst hours to drive between 3 and 5 p.m. That's when things are going to get nuts. You can expect delays between uh, 11 and 1 p.m. over the weekends, 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays, and then on Monday, traffic is once again expected to be pretty bad between 3 and 5 p.m. Uh, the AAA's holiday forecast predicts that traffic's going to be pretty rough, especially in metro areas, because so many people are going to be on the road. Uh, reminder that there's going to be, oh, I don't know, about 17 more million people driving this weekend than 4th of July weekend last year. So it's going to be crazy. Keep that in mind. If you're going to be out on the roads, it's going to be a little bit more crazy than normal, I suppose, as people are going to their destinations. Tampa Bay Lightning are now halfway to repeating as NHL champions after they beat Montreal 3-1 last night in Tampa to grab a 2-0 lead in the Stanley Cup Final. Congratulations to them. Game 3 is Friday in Montreal. Congratulations as well to the Phoenix Suns. They will be playing in the NBA Finals after beating the Clippers last night 130-103. Chris Paul went off, got pushed in the back by Patrick Beverly, Big J, before he was ejected from the game. Did you see that? Yeah, man, and it's like, that's messed up. Yeah, it's a cheap shot. Uh, he, but that's what Pat Beverly does. He's kind of one of those dudes that does a he, lot of yapping. He could have seriously injured Oh, sure. Him. I kind of think that's what he was trying to do. I mean, with the way... Now, my, listen, my Chris Paul is, sold it, but still. Yeah, but Mike, well, I don't know. When you're walking away and you get pushed in the back like that, I mean, it's it can be pretty dangerous, especially in your neck area. But I'm surprised that none of the other guys there, I mean, didn't do anything about it. 
Yeah, that's exactly what uh, what they what a lot of people were saying. Like but the, the the tall guy, I don't know who he is. There, he should have popped him right in the face. That's Frank Kaminsky, my friend, former Wisconsin Badger. But yeah, uh, a lot of people were were giving them crap for not you know sticking up for their teammate. But uh, if you listen to the coach at all, he had stressed that he thought it was going to get chippy in the fourth quarter, and what he didn't want is any of his guys to get suspended for games one or two of the NBA Finals. So he's like, watch out for cheap shots, but also don't retaliate because it's those who retaliate that get in trouble. So the coach took a little heat off of his players last night by saying he had spoken to the guys before the fourth quarter began, going, they're going to get jerky, don't be jerks back. So I guess if you want to defend yourself, that's how you're going to do it. Either way, the Suns are going to wait to see who they take on in the finals between the Hawks and the Bucks. That series is tied two games apiece. Game five is tonight for that. The NCAA's board of directors yesterday approved allowing athletes to profit from their names and images, okaying one of the biggest changes ever in college sports. Not that they really had a choice, to be honest. I mean, I'm not sure why everybody's given them credit for doing what basically they've had to be strong-armed into allowing, but... <laughs> the expected decision came as a growing number of states passed laws that would have allowed athletes to profit this way anyway. So basically what was happening was, as of July 1st, about seven states, I think, made it legal for athletes to profit on their names. And the NCAA was like, okay, what's going to happen is all these you know, athletes are going to go to these seven states because that's where the money is to be made. And so in order to even the playing field, they had to make it okay for everybody. So the NCAA will now allow athletes to enter into agreements with agents, but they are expected to keep the school informed of any and all name, image, and likeness arrangements. So if you see NIL all over the place, that's exactly what they're talking about here. Name, image, likeness, uh, money made by collegiate athletes. So uh, it took them forever to do it, but we'll see how this changes the game, if it does at all. Uh, obviously, it's a pretty big coup for some athletes, but it depends on what school you go to, you know what I mean? But Boise State announced a couple days ago that they have teamed up with somebody to make it okay for their athletes to do NIL stuff. So uh, it's going to change the game a little bit. Big J, I'm not sure if you're going to be surprised or not, but there is trouble on the fifth Indiana Jones movie. Dun, 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 dun. They have officially delayed production because Harrison Ford's onset injury is way worse than everybody thought. Uh, an industry insider says that, uh, of course, it's Harrison's last outing. Everybody thought it would be plain sailing, but the shoulder injury that he suffered is far worse than people thought. He was uh, hurt his shoulder while shooting a fighting scene, and he's going to be sidelined for at least three months because he now needs shoulder surgery, Big J, to repair the damage that was done in this particular uh, fight. So the film's bosses have come together to work out scheduling, and right now they everybody describes it as pure chaos. But the earliest they think they can restart the production is September to give Harrison time to heal. So uh, this will probably affect the release date, which was supposed to be July 29th of 2022. Now we're maybe looking towards 2023 or Christmas of 2022 in order to get Harrison Ford back on the set. Uh, just to give you an idea of how ridiculous it was that, that he was actually doing this, do you know how old uh, Harrison Ford's stunt double is for Indiana Jones 5? 86. No, no, no. 36. So uh, they've got somebody a good 50 years younger than Harrison doing the stunts they expect him to do some of the stuff for, and that's why it's not working out. Maybe we shouldn't have 78-year-old action stars, Big Chip. How say you? No, I'm fine with it. Okay. You're, like, totally against this. I'm not you, totally... You don't even deserve to watch this movie. I, I kind of think it's going to be terrible, but uh, we shall see. Uh, the last Harrison... The last Indiana Jones movie was not any good. 
but uh, we'll see how this one is. I just don't think we... I, selling a 78-year-old action star is hard for me to accept and understand. Well, I love the Indiana Jones character of Mythos, uh, you know, I remember, you know, Harrison Ford as a 40-year-old doing some of this stuff. Sure, but how old is Indiana Jones? What are you talking about? He's 78 well, he's, years old. Indiana Jones is 78 years old? We don't know how old he is in the movie. What are you talking about? I'm how, talking about acting. How and old how, do you think Indiana Jones is? I don't you? know. I, I mean, it's hard to say. How old is Indiana Jones? Well, give me a guess. Your best I, guess. I, I mean, what? where are we in the world when this movie is taking place? What do you think they're going to do? Make him digitally younger? I don't know. No. He's as old as he is. Just like he was in the last I movie. I don't know that. How old was he in the last movie? I'm think? not sure. Holy crap. Uh, well, I'm giving you more credit than you deserve then, maybe. <laughs> You're taking all the credit for yourself now. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to, to make it figure out that if you can understand how old people are. But apparently that's... Well, because when you're acting, you're pretending to be somebody else. Who knows how old that person is? Sorry. You got it. We're going to do some pop culture smackdown. That Listen, should go don't fun. Don't be an idiot. We're coming up in a few minutes. But first... After with Nick and Big J. All right, we're hooking people up for Pop Culture Smackdown here with tickets to Meridian Speedway. We'll get you set up with those, mail them off to you all nice and tidy if you can beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Here comes the number, 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you want to play. You also must defeat Big J in this particular game in order to claim the prize of the Meridian Speedway passes, which you can use at your leisure. There's a bunch of different options on there for you to choose for dates. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hi. Morning, man. What's your name? Steve. All right, Steve, you are up first. Drew and Jonathan Scott are better known as this home makeover duo on HGTV. Property Brothers? That's right. Right. The Property Brothers. Big J, this actor starred as the narrative star, anyway, of the Metallica movie Through the Never. Oh, um... God, I don't remember. Um, I can't remember his name. I don't remember. I don't remember. Wrong. <laughs> uh, that means you have one, sir. Do you happen to have a guess, Steve? Uh, no. Doesn't matter. Poor Dane DeHaan. Nobody remembers right. his name. Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. Uh, and, of course, that it's means... alliteration. You are the victor, sir. Some Meridian Speedway passes coming your way. Did you ever watch that movie? Yeah, of course I did. I don't think I ever did. Was it any good? Uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. What is his, like, plot? Do you remember that? Oh, boy. Like, what um, he has to do in the movie? He's, yeah, I don't remember. He's like a roadie that has to go on a mission or something, right? Yeah, and he has to go through like this just hell landscape of getting to a concert. I don't, it's been a while. <laughs> Either way, uh, a forgettable movie to be sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. We'll do some headlines. Those are next on the X-Rocks. Really stupid stuff. It's time for headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about all the time on the X. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Traffic jam. 
Know Before You Buy, and a true artist. Traffic jam. Not your typical traffic issue, but the county sheriff's office in Florida said that in a Facebook post, they started getting calls around 11 p.m. on Tuesday night with the reports of a bunch of white doves flying around cars on Interstate 95 near the International Speedway Boulevard exit. It was John Woo filming? Deputies responded along with uh, Volusia County Animal Services and others. They soon figured out that the flock of birds were actually a flock of homing pigeons that had fallen off a truck. Look out. They say that since the birds roost at night, they stayed on the road until bright lights in the vehicles startled them, causing them to fly and create a bit of a driving hazard. Animal Services say they are now trying to find the owner of the birds. And that I didn't know homing pigeons were still a thing. I guess, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But what they're used for, I'm not sure. It's not like delivering messages like back in the day. Well, there might be some people that still carry on that tradition. Could very well be. Maybe it's like one of those niche things that are still around in some corners of the world. And if it is, it doesn't surprise me, it's Florida. Know before you buy or a true artist? True artist. An aquarium in Florida shared a video of an octopus getting in touch with his artistic side by using its tentacles to create a little painting. Oh, God, don't do this stuff. The Florida Aquarium in Tampa posted a video to Facebook showing the octopus creating a painting on a plastic-wrapped canvas with the assistance of a human keeper. The aquarium says that the enrichment painting session was planned to coincide with the uh, facility's uh, cephalopod week. The facility invited Facebook users to share their favorite octopus facts to be entered in a drawing to win the actual octopus painting. So what do you think, Big J? The next true art form? Octopus art? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know if enough about art, but it doesn't surprise me. Listen, we have, uh, you know, Italian artists selling invisible sculptures for tens of thousands of dollars. It shouldn't surprise me that somebody wants to buy an octopus painting. Yeah, it's just him trying to escape. Please, I'm not supposed to live in captivity. It just says, help me on the canvas. <laughs> in octopusian? Yes, octopusian. Wrap it up with no before you buy. This is one issue with buying homes in such a hot real estate market, especially if you're in a cold climate. Uh, Luann LaBelle and Kyle Ellis bought a home in Ennismore, Canada in February of this year. Now, of course, that's around the time that they get a ton of snow, right? So they bought the house while it was, you know, pretty much covered in snow. Label says they moved in as soon as they got to get it. They got a new furnace. They spent about $7,000 they weren't planning to. And then once the snow melted, they were shocked to find they basically had a gigantic garbage dump in their backyard that was covered up by snow. Leanne says that we found the garbage went three or four feet into the ground. There were bricks, mortar, suspense, shingles, metal, all sorts of household items like doorknobs. They say they know that a home inspection may not have found the garbage problem during the winter, but she is shocked that it was not disclosed prior to the sale. The couple now has several quotes from excavation companies to remove the debris, but it's going to cost around $100,000 to remove all the garbage that was in their backyard that they didn't know was there because it's such a hot real estate market that they bought it. You know, basically like, hey, we got to close today. This is a great location. It looks good. Let's do this. It passed inspection, and that's the kind of danger sometimes when you're in a market like that is you don't know everything about said property. But, yes, I can understand the being upset that you didn't know there was a garbage dump in your backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, and it being frozen maybe, and covered in snow. Maybe don't randomly buy homes in places you're not intending to live. They could very well. Well, they are you, intending to live you there. jerks. Oh, really? Well, they're living there now. What do you oh. mean? They had okay. to spend $7,000 in the furnace to fix it up. That was the first thing that went wrong, and then they found out there was a garbage dump in the backyard. All right, backyard. they're victims. I'm sorry. It's okay. Apology accepted. I figured they were victimizing our uh, housing markets. Uh, no, no, no. It sounds like they just got, they, they were a victim of a super hot housing market. But listen, the housing market's crazy everywhere, even up in Canada, which is where this whole thing hey. took place. So it's not surprising that, you know, when you're buying things quickly and sometimes too quickly, just to make sure you don't miss out on a property, that you can get the uh, good once over pulled in your direction. But 100K to fix it is crazy. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> L.A. Rats from the Liam Neeson movie that's on the Netflix now. I've been everywhere here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Serious question for you, Big J. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of properties out there that I would say you're a very, very big fan of. Rambo comes to mind, things like that. Yeah, man. Is there, is, do you love a property enough that it would cross over into something that you actively dislike, but would follow it there anyway? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, uh, for instance, uh, one of the things that came to mind, the, the reason why we're talking about this is because Vin Diesel was doing some promotional stuff for Fast and Furious. And he had mentioned that the one thing that he really wants to do is a musical. And somebody said, well, how about Fast and Furious the musical? And he was like, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. And maybe Fast and Furious is at this point too big to fail where we could actually do a Fast and Furious musical. And people would be into it just because it's Fast and Furious. So the idea has crossed his desk, I guess. And those two things are very, very weird to me and different and uh, not at all related. But I do feel like it's popular enough that it probably would make a dent. And I wondered, you know... I know you're not into Fast and Furious enough to watch a Fast and Furious movie or musical, even though you've done it. But like if there was, for whatever reason, a Rambo musical, knowing that you dislike musicals, but you love Rambo and Sly was involved, would you? Well, hey, I don't know if you remember uh, Lego Lambs. I don't want to know what Do Lego Lambs are. Uh, um, if it bleeds... It was uh, like a, a right. A it was YouTube. like a goofy comedy musical. Yeah, thing. it was. A, it, but it was you know setting up to make it look like Predator was a musical. Right, right. Uh, and that was hilarious. Yes, but th- I'm talking about like he clearly wants to do this seriously. I mean a real musical, not in like a comedy way. Like they want to make this thing Broadway style. Would you be into it? Would you at least give it a shot if it was Rambo the musical? Uh, or is I mean, that where you unplug? And go, I've got enough Rambo. Uh, I, I, it sounds already like you wouldn't do it. If you're this much on the fence, there's I mean, no way. A, would it get me to like a Broadway show? No, no. Yes. Let's say, let's oh, say oh, it's, okay. it's, let's say it's here. Like they're doing a, like it's Broadway at the Morrison Center. And you don't have to go out. Of, like, I know you're not going to take a trip to New York to see it. Oh, but if it's in your backyard. Or well, you if they're using it. Alvin Silvestri's music. It's a whole new thing, let's say. Uh, then no. no. No, okay. But if they're using stuff that's from the actual, you know, movie franchise, then yeah, I would might... You know. I mean, it's following the same plot line, but I, I'm guessing much like the Fast and Furious musical would be, it would be a further adventures of in a musical style. Yeah, I don't know if Not I would have Not a retelling in a musical version. No? I'm not sure I would... So there, I would say then there's no property that you would follow to the end of the earth, right? 
Like, I mean, if it crossed over to something you wouldn't like, there's nothing out there that you just you just wouldn't like. And it wouldn't yeah, count. I mean, listen, because I, I, you could have said that about Rambo, but I'm like, the last Rambo movie was terrible. <laughs> right, right. Right now. So right. I can't follow anything to the death. I mean, I have to be honest about it to myself and, and who I am and what I'm looking for in sure. something. So, yeah, I don't know if I would do that. But I, I could see James Bond making a musical kind yes. of. But they did, a, they did a Rocky musical. This is not out of the bounds. I mean, they yeah. did do one. It didn't do well, but they made one. I was. But I mean, that being said, if they if Sylvester Stallone said, "I'm making another Rambo movie," you're going to see it, aren't you? Yeah, sure. It, of didn't, it didn't do enough. This last movie, as bad as it was, to make you go, "I'm now finished with whatever this is." Yeah. So I mean, you're still you're still into the the property. You just wouldn't follow it into an area that you don't like. I wonder how that would work with the Fast and Furious thing, because that's a, you know, testosterone-pumping franchise. It's not exactly one that you would equate to the musical world, but uh, Vin Diesel can do whatever the hell he wants with it because it's his baby. So if he wants to make a musical, I'm sure he probably could. But uh, it's just weird that that's the area or direction they would decide to go with it as opposed to, like, full-blown space adventures. But who knows? Either way, uh, it could be coming soon if you believe Vin Diesel. So maybe something to look forward to if you're into that. If not, it's I something need, to ignore. I wonder if the same he got the same message um, when when he was like, oh, John Cena should be in this movie, and it was from Paul Walker. <laughs> I wonder if this is the same, like, channel he's listening to. Right, you think Paul's telling him to do a musical, maybe? Who knows? Who knows? Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the X-Rock. Big J on 100.3, the X. Yeah, we'll hook you up with some tickets here to Meridian Speedway. You can use them uh, for for whenever you want here in the upcoming races. Uh, They've got one pretty much every weekend. We'll send that out to you in the mail if you can figure out bad impressions. Use them at your leisure. 208-287-1003. If you're a first-timer and you don't know how Bad Impressions works, it's like this. Big J has got a celebrity that is in his mind. He has written three clues around that celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is from either Big J's impression or his clues in three or less, then you are going to Meridian Speedway. Hello, the X. Hey, morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Brian. All right, Brian. You're up first. During the 90s, I was in two huge television series at the same time, starring in Baywatch as C.J. Parker and appearing in Home Improvement as Lisa. Oh, geez. Um, Sam Anderson? There you go. Hey, one and done is all you need. Well done, Brian. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Meridian Speedway passes. Clues two and three for fun? I had my own action TV series called VIP for four seasons, and I was married to Tommy Lee, and we made a sex tape. Man, I don't remember VIP at all. Do you? Yeah. What was it about? She was a VIP, you know, uh, bodyguard. Oh, really? She was a bodyguard? Yeah, she had her own. uh, VIP was the name of the bodyguard service that uh, she owned. Uh, Was it any good? No, I don't think so. Uh, Why is Pam Anderson in the news? Today's her birthday, man. Happy birthday, Pam Anderson. How do you think... uh, 52? Yeah, 54. All right. And she's got something new doing. Uh, she has signed on for an HGTV Canada home renovation show that will see her uh, renovate her late grandmother's abandoned home on Vancouver Island. All right. There's that then. So we'll see what she knows about renovation. <laughs> Aren't all those like super, uh, you know, renovation shows filmed up in Canada? I know that uh, Build It Right, that Mike guy, is all Canada. And it, I know there's a couple other, like, just strictly HGTV shows that are filmed up there, which makes me think all the houses up there are junk. 
because they're always rebuilding them and fixing them. Oh, listen, I just think they're junky houses everywhere. So, you could be right. Uh, apparently, the uh, the home uh, was uh, a seven-acre home in Ladysmith, British Columbia, uh, and it's 25 years ago that her grandmother bought it. So, Is her grandma still alive? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, either way, well, Pam's Canadian, so that makes sense that she's yeah, up hey. there doing her thing. So we'll see. Uh, the picture they have in here for this, uh, this is, uh, it looks like it's probably an older picture because she's not all screwed up with uh, with plastic surgery. What's the show called again? So I don't know what we're going to see. Um, I, I don't know what the name of the show. Gotcha. It just says, quote, home reno. That's what they, they call it now, a reno show. Okay, well, listen, we don't have time for all of our we syllables. can't say renovation. It's, it's just HR soon, without a doubt. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> a day to remember everything we need is how we're wrapping up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J on this particular day. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on a Thursday. Got a nice little nerd alert with uh, Big J. Oh, I was going to tell you. I had a oh. bone to pick with your last nerd alert that you did last oh, week. Oh, okay. You were you were gearing us all up for the alien game, right? Right. And I had asked you if it was first person or third person. You said first person. And I saw the preview. It's third person. It's a third person mm. shooter. It 100% is. I even looked at the actual game and it said third person shooter. It's a multiplayer like you can play uh, across multiple platforms. But... Uh, I saw the actual trailer for it yesterday, and it's third person, but it's not a big deal. I'm just excited now because I might be able to play it, is what it boils down to. When you originally told me about it, I dismissed it because it's first person. But now, I am open-minded, open-world with it, if you will. Uh, on top of that, today, we also had a chance to tell you about how to settle your neighbor disputes and how not to, uh, and the not to column has got explosives under it. So please don't throw explosives out your door at your neighbors when you're getting into a fight with them. That's not how those things are solved. And we also had a chance to give away some Meridian Speedway passes today. So solid. We will continue that tomorrow here on the morning after. That leaves you with the floor, my friend. Uh, yeah, the, the the youngest is the chip off the old block. I had to give her a ride to work today. We uh, we carpooled, mm -hmm. and you know she had to be at work at 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. So we're driving, and I start to have a conversation because I'm like, you should probably talk and say something when you're together in a vehicle. That's probably good to communicate with your family. Uh, yeah, and then she told me to shut up. Uh, it was too early to talk. All right. So All right. I'm like, yeah, that sounds... Uh, like me, like I've taken the wife to work, uh, to to drop her off the airport or whatever, uh -huh. and she wants to have a conversation. I'm like, God, I'm, I'm in my thing. Don't don't mess up what I got going on. Even when your wife's going on a trip, you don't want to talk to her. Yeah, you might not see her for a couple of days, and you still don't care. Well, it's the routine thing, and I got so it. the kid reminded me about that. So you tell me to bleep off. Traveled in silence. Will you talk yeah. when you pick her up later today? Yeah, because you're awake. Okay. I'm not picking okay. her up. You've done your, your own duty. ride home. You've done your Uber duty. It. I got it. <laughs> That's what she gets for telling you to shut up. Uh, next set of X-Rock is brought to you by Western Heating and Air. It is summer, and I hope I don't have to tell you, but it is hot outside. Make sure your air conditioning is working at peak efficiency and stay cool. Call 375-COOL and talk to the experts at Western Heating and Air for complete service on your air conditioning system. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.